Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Luke Briggs here, and we are back with another episode of Total Life Fitness. Today is probably going to be our most value-packed episode yet. I'm going to go through a, a topic that I get asked all the time, or a question I get asked, and that is, how do I eat out at a restaurant, someone else's house, eat out on vacation without completely blowing my diet? Because let's be honest, when you're somewhere else, it's a lot harder to control all the variables versus when you're cooking for yourself, right? So what I want to go through today is a very similar talk that I gave to my clients inside our Total Life Fitness Academy, which is our 90-day blueprint that helps people lose their next 20 to 30 pounds and keep them off without the guesswork and without the aches and pains. So the first thing that we're going to go through is why this is important. So a lot of people are very worried when you go out somewhere or you go somewhere else, you're not going to be able to stick to your diet. But how would it sound if you could eat out at a restaurant guilt-free? You could eat out at a restaurant or someone else's house without being off your diet. And you could have things like pizza and ice cream and not derail your progress. Probably sounds pretty good, right? Because all the time, what happens is people are like, well, I was so good. And then all of a sudden, the weekend hit, I got invited to someone else's house. We went on a trip, went to a restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And everything went down south from there. So before we get into anything else, I want to first get you to understand a framework that if you don't understand this particular mindset when it comes to approaching your diet, you are not going to succeed and nothing else that I tell you is going to matter. The most important concept to understand is I hear people all the time utter the words, well, if I'm already off my diet, I might as well just go way off, right? You know, I already went over, I might as well just go way over. And the unfortunate part with this thinking is this is very black and white thinking. This is all or nothing thinking, essentially. So we as humans tend to think on a very binary scale, right? Like I'm either on my diet or I'm off my diet. So everything is on a continuum. It's to what degree you're following your diet. So there's a difference between being over on your calories by 200 calories and being over by 2000 calories. If you're over by just a little bit, you can easily make it up the next day and just cut some calories out of your next day. Now, if you're way over and you're already in a calorie deficit, it's going to be hard to make that up. And you're pretty much just going to be playing catch up the rest of the week. And you're always going to never make any progress because you're in a calorie deficit during the week. And then all of a sudden the weekends come and you go way over undoing the calorie deficit you created during the week. So that, you know, being on, you know, having an all or nothing mindset with your diet is the equivalent of being at a casino and saying, well, I've already lost a hundred dollars. So I might as well just lose another $1,000, right? Like that $1,000 still matters. There's a big difference between losing $100 and $1,100. Again, there's a big difference between going over by 200 calories and 2,000 calories. 
So you need to eliminate your black and white thinking and understand everything is on a continuum. Another phrase to eliminate is, my tracking isn't going to be accurate anyway, so I might as well just not track. That is referencing if you are tracking using an app like MyFitnessPal to keep track of your nutrition. So the reason this is flawed thinking is you must be accountable for your decisions. By not staying accountable to tracking your food, the only person you're hurting is yourself. Because we, are, we as humans are very bad at guessing how much we're actually eating. We generally think that we are not eating as much as we actually are. And we forget about, oh yeah, I forgot I had that handful of this or that handful of that. Oh yeah, I forgot about this that I had. Our memories will fail us. But by putting things down and tracking them, we'll be able to keep ourselves more accountable. So is it possible to stay lean while eating out? In 2013, there was a high school science teacher in Iowa named John Cisna who gained attention nationally when he lost 56 pounds, improved his health markers, and dropped 21 total inches, eating food only from McDonald's. Let me say that again. He lost 56 pounds, improved his health markers, and dropped 21 total inches eating food only from McDonald's. How did that happen, might you ask? Well, what he did was he tracked proteins, carbs, fats, and sugar, and he walked, walked for 45 minutes daily. He basically maintained a calorie deficit, and he was able to lose the weight. Now, he himself said he would not recommend this diet, and it's, it's merely to, to prove a point that Calories matter, and they are king above all else. So you can have, quote unquote, unhealthy foods and still lose weight or stay lean or, or maintain the shape that you want. But you just need to make sure that you are factoring everything in. So what I want to introduce today is called the PRB method. That stands for P is for plan the meals out. Number two. Uh, the R stands for reverse engineer the rest of the day. And B stands for have a backup plan. Plan the meals out, reverse engineer the rest of the day, and have a backup plan. So before we get into strategy, the one thing that I'll say is you need to have self-awareness. You must be realistic, not idealistic. So many people think, going into their meals. They're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to be perfect. I'm never going to give it, you know, we're going to go on a trip. Everything's going to be fine. I'm just going to follow my diet plan perfectly. And let's be honest, 99% of the time, that's not going to happen. You need to be realistic and assume that you're probably going to go over in certain areas. And you need to own your decisions and not play the victim. The reason why you went over on your calories wasn't because someone else made you or because you were at a restaurant. It was because you actively chose that. You chose to go over your calories and give in to temptations that you told yourself you weren't going to give into. That is on you. That's your responsibility. No one else's. So having the right mindset going into this is super important. So the first thing, and this is what I always talk to my clients about and just people about in general, 
is that failing to plan is planning to fail. Number one, you need to plan the meals out. So don't just start tracking your food for the day and hope you hit your macros or calories at the end of the day. I see this all the time. Someone's like, well, let's see. Uh, what did I eat today? Oh, it looks like I was 800 calories over. You need to plan the night before. Plan the night before, plan the morning of what you're actually going to have. Look at the menu ahead of time. So for example, if you're going to a restaurant, let's say you're going to a chain restaurant like Applebee's, Chili's, Buffalo Wild Wings, someplace like that. They all have menus on their websites with their nutrition information, like the proteins, carbs, fats, fiber, sugars, things like that. And if a restaurant doesn't have nutrition information, do your research. Find a menu on the website or call ahead and ask for menu items. You can look up individual items on Google and piece them together. So again, don't play the victim here. Don't be like, oh, well, I'm going out. There's no way I'm going to know what we're going to eat. Get resourceful. Call ahead of time. You know, I think a lot of people, like, they don't want to bother other people and ask them where they're going to eat out if they're going with a group. Just ask them. Or you can suggest. Don't be a people pleaser. Don't just do what everyone else wants to do. Lead the charge. Suggest something yourself. Right? So as an example, let's say you're going to a pizza place that doesn't have a menu. What you could do is you could call ahead and ask about the ingredients. Is it thin crust or is it thick crust? What ingredients are on the pizza? How many inches is the pizza? Is it 10 inches? Is it 16 inches? How big are the slices? So as an example, let's say you know that you're going to be getting as a group a 16-inch pizza, thin crust, pepperoni. So if you're using MyFitnessPal, which is an app that I recommend a lot of people use, you can look up something comparable. So you could go, you know, I just typed it in for everyone, and Burke Street Pizza comes up, 16 inches thin crust pizza with pepperoni. Each individual slice is 331 calories, 27 grams of carbs, 19 grams of fat, and 13 grams of protein. So now that you know that information, you can, number two, reverse engineer the rest of the day. The R in PRB is reverse engineer the rest of the day. So if you're going to have two slices of pizza, then let's be honest, you might have a drink. So you're going to have one 16-ounce Miller Lite. Maybe you're going to have two breadsticks. And then you're going to go out afterwards. You're going to have one scoop of chocolate ice cream from Chocolate Shop, which is a good place. You then just need to reverse engineer the rest of the day. So if you have two slices of pizza... I'll do the math for you. That's 54 grams of carbs, 38 grams of fat, and 26 grams of protein. You have a Miller Lite. That is 96 calories or 24 grams of carbs. Two breadsticks. Look that up as well. Two breadsticks, moderately sized. They're going to be 32 grams of carbs, 6 grams of fat, and 6 grams of protein. Always err on the high side on these because there are probably going to be other things added to them as well, like added oils. Always factor those in. One scoop of chocolate ice cream from the chocolate shop, 23 grams of carbs, 13 grams of fat, and 3 grams of protein. Bringing your totals to 35 grams of protein, 
133 grams of carbs and 57 grams of fat. That is the two slices of pizza, the Miller Light, the two breadsticks, and the one scoop of chocolate ice cream from Chocolate Shop all added up. That also equates to 1,185 calories. So let's say your macros are 150 grams of protein, 150 grams of carbs, and 65 grams of fat. As an example, 150 grams of protein, 150 grams of carbs, 65 grams of fat is what you need for the day. So that means if you subtract everything from before that you still need 115 grams of protein, 17 grams of carbs, and 13 grams of fat for the rest of the day. So basically all protein. You can pretty much assume that anytime you go to a restaurant or someone else's house, it's going to be heavy in carbs and fats, right? Let's just be honest. So what you could do conceivably is you could have two scoops of protein powder for breakfast. That's 45 grams of protein. An eight ounce boneless skinless chicken breast for lunch with veggies. That's going to be 48 grams of protein. Then you could have a five ounce can of tuna for a snack. That's going to be 23 grams of protein. And then you could add veggies for carbs. So 45 grams of protein from the two scoops of protein powder. That's 45. The eight ounce chicken breast, that's 48. 45 plus 48 is 93. Plus the 23 grams from the tuna, that is 116 grams. And then you'll have some trace carbs and fats from those as well. So basically that will get you to your 150 grams of protein, 150 grams of carbs, 65 grams of fat for the day. So again, you just know that the majority of the day before you go out for dinner, you need to have primarily protein and veggies. So number three, the B is having a backup plan. What if the restaurant is out of your food? You plan to get a certain thing and then all of a sudden they tell you, actually, we're out of it. We don't have it. What if the group you're with decides to go to another restaurant? They're like, oh, we we're going to go to this pizza place, but actually let's go to this uh, Chinese place instead. Or if you eat something you didn't plan to eat. Oh, crap. I had an extra breadstick. Oh, shoot. I didn't factor in the salad. Or if you ate more than you planned to eat earlier in the day. Okay, I guess I had three slices of pizza. I meant to have two. You need to have a backup plan. It's really important to consider that. What happens if you go over? Okay, if I went over and ate another slice of pizza, that means I need to not have the ice cream or not have the breadsticks, right, to make up for that. So it's having a backup plan. What, so what if I'm eating at someone else's house, you're probably thinking? You know, what if I get invited over for a sports game or, you know, we're just going over for dinner or whatever it is? The same principles apply. So you can ask the person what meals will be served so you can plan ahead of time. That's option one. Or option number two is bring your own food. Let's say you get invited over for a backyard barbecue. You could offer to bring the hamburgers or bring, the, bring fruit, bring veggies. You can bring stuff too, and then everyone can benefit from it. And then you can just bring the 93.7, the 93% 93 lean ground beef. So you know that it'll be pretty lean. You can bring some of your own fruits. So you know that you'll have good sides. And then other people will get some healthier options as well. So 
one of the last questions as well that I, that I get is, you know, what if someone calls me and I haven't saved my calories? So let's be honest, life is short, right? Just accept the invitation and enjoy the meal. You know, if you gain weight, it'll be mostly water weight and it'll go away in a couple of days as long as you go back to your normal fat loss or your maintenance portions the next meal. Just enjoy the meal and move on. The only way that it'll impact you is if you let it continue in the coming days. If you go over by a few hundred calories, you can always cut a few hundred calories out of your next few days. So for example, if you track your food, you go over by 800 calories. For the next four days, you can take 200 calories off your daily total. Let's say you need 2000 calories to lose weight, then just have 1800 calories for the next four days to make up for that deficit. So it really just comes down to planning, reverse engineering your day, doing some basic math, and then having a backup plan. And ultimately just having the right mindset, right? So summing things up, you got to plan ahead of time. Plan ahead of time. So figure out what you're having. Figure out where you're going. Call ahead of time. Look at the menu. Number two is then once you have the information of the macronutrients or proteins, carbs, and fats or calories of your meal, then you can just reverse engineer the rest of the day by filling in the blanks, right? So if you know that you're having primarily carbs and fats and minimal protein for dinner, then what you can do is just make that up the rest of the day. And then number three is have a backup plan. Have a backup plan. Things are not always going to go perfect. In fact, they very rarely do, but you need to have something else in your head that you know that you have as a go-to in case the restaurant's out of your food, someone says they're going to have something, then they don't. Just understand the general principles of what you're aiming for as far as your proteins, carbs, and fats, and those intakes for the day, and then it'll be made much easier. So hope this is helpful. I know we packed a lot in in a short amount of time. Obviously, there are always more things that we can dive into as well, which we may do in future episodes. But as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, let me know how we can help. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free men's fitness and health Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.